the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Well, we've had a bunch of Columbus cops retire because uh, they don't buy in to the Elaine Bryant-Andrew Ginther version of modern policing. You know, uh, the kind that doesn't use uh, rubber bullets or batons or force or mean words like get back at riots and the like. No, no, that wouldn't work. Not in today's progressive policing. And so, the cops with all the experience, those who do not uh, cheer at every woke seminar that they have to undertake in the Columbus Division of Police, uh, they have been bought out. And, of course, that leaves a few outliers, a few people who don't buy in, some of whom are deputy chiefs of police. And so... A mere $200,000 buyout is not going to get rid of them. you got to juice it up a little bit. And so there are $300,000 buyouts on the table for some of these deputy chiefs. And one of them, one of them is Deputy Chief Jennifer Knight. Now, uh, Jennifer Knight, it would seem to me, is uh, being penalized for not being on board with all the woke ideals of Andrew Ginther and other people in his administration. Uh, Jennifer Knight is being, uh, I'm trying to think of the right word. It's not just marginalized. It's not just demonized. She, not, just, not just ostracized. She is being, boy, she's being persecuted. That's what she's being. Because here's what she's enduring. She was unable to attend a drug test last year. Got very little notice. Couldn't attend a 10 a.m. or 2 p.m. drug test. Now, the Division of Police, and I understand why they do this, they consider missing a test a positive test. The only thing was uh, Assistant Chief Knight took a private test, which, excuse me, which she passed. She has never had any kind of drug issues during her career with Columbus Police. So you would think if they were inclined to be civil to her, they would let that go. But no, no, no. Uh, She has been forced to meet with drug and alcohol counselors to undergo a return-to-duty urinalysis. 
Okay, so they're going to make her jump through all the hoops to prove that she's clean, even though she never failed a drug test. She just missed one. Now, it is the way they're forcing her to take these urine tests that is uh, inhumane, that is persecution. They are requiring her to fully disrobe and to have someone watch her while she urinates into a cup for the test. Uh, That is dehumanizing and completely unnecessary. But they're doing it because they can. This has happened to her four times since November. Now, why would they take such a dim view of Jennifer Knight? Well, because uh, she's deemed to be, in kind terms, not on board with the Elaine Bryan Andrew Ginther policies, and in unkind terms, Probably viewed as a racist because um, Deputy Chief Knight was the one who looked at the allegations made by Lieutenant Melissa McFadden, whose book, Walking the Thin Black Line, Confronting Racism in the Columbus Division of Police, uh, was deemed to be unfounded. So this black female lieutenant, wrote a book, which she couldn't get published, by the way, by any publishing house. She had to self-publish it. Think there was a market for a police insider writing a book about police racism in the aftermath of the George Floyd riots? Do you think any publisher might have been interested in rushing a book like that out to market to take advantage of all the people who were burning, rioting? I think there might have been some interest in that. If it didn't get published by a major publisher, having had books published by major publishers, I can tell you it's only because the book was deemed not to be profitable, not to be authentic, not to be believable. One of those three reasons, maybe two of those three, maybe all of those three. So she had to self-publish the book, which tells you how compelling, how believable it was. And Jennifer Knight read the book, and seems to me like every publisher who read it said, now this seems like an axe to grind. It seems like not really authentic. There's no real need for us to look into that. Well, then Elaine Bryant shows up on the job afterward, and all of a sudden, Jennifer Knight becomes the person in the crosshairs of allowable Columbus Division of Police Discipline. So, I hope Jennifer Knight gets free of this persecution. I think the best way for her to get free from that persecution is to get out of the Columbus Division of Police. And if she wants to continue her career, go to a suburban department where she will be valued for her experience. And I hope she goes with a lot more than $300,000 in her pocket. And I hope she has good legal representation because it seems to me like what they're doing to her is kind of your local police version of what the DOJ is doing to Donald Trump and what the DOJ wanted to do to parents who went to school board meetings and said, I don't want my kid being taught CRT or social emotional learning. I don't want transgender kids in my kid's bathrooms. I don't want transgender kids on my kid's sports team. 
See, pushing back, standing up, sticking up for what you believe, used to be, used to be valued in America. Now it makes you a target, and it has made Jennifer Knight a target. Now there's a story today in the dispatch. This will be story number probably about 13 of however many they can squeeze in between now and the November election, painting Democratic Senate candidate Tim Ryan in a positive light. There will be none of those about J.D. Vance, and the dispatch will unquestionably endorse Tim Ryan when it issues its political endorsements for the fall election. It shouldn't make any difference. Tim Ryan should lose. But he's got a lot of money to spend, and he's spending a lot of money to adopt a new identity. Tim Ryan is engaging in identity theft. He has stolen the identity of a conservative politician and portrayed himself as such in his early television commercials and in his early campaign appearances. Let me just say this. If you're a Tim Ryan supporter or if you're with the Tim Ryan campaign and you're listening to this show right now, I would love to have Tim Ryan come on this show. I would love to have Tim Ryan come on this show. I'll even tell you what question I will ask Tim Ryan. It's a pretty simple question. It's a simple question because it's a yes or no question. And it doesn't require him to have an extensive recall of policies that he's voted for or against. The question is, is Joe Biden doing a good job as president? That's the question. That's that's the question I want to know. Does Tim Ryan think Joe Biden is doing a good job as president? I assume the answer is yes. Because he's voted with Joe Biden 100% of the time. If he won't answer the question, then I'm going to assume the answer is no, and he doesn't want to say no. Because if he says no, I'm going to say, then why did you vote with him 100%? If you think he's a bad president and you voted with him 100% of the time, that tells me you'll be a bad senator. See, it's really not hard to expose the lie of Tim Ryan's fake identity. He's voted 100% of the time with a president who he now will not appear with on the campaign trail and of whom he will not answer the question, is Joe Biden a good president? It's not a difficult question, Tim. It really isn't. The August book of the month is Kurt Schlichter's Will Be Back, The Fall and Rise of America. I hope we'll be back. Every day it seems like there's another blow to our journey back to when freedom and liberty was not just something that half the electorate prized, but that our government actually stood up to defend instead of compromise with acts like the raid on Mar-a-Lago yesterday. Uh, Raids are supposed to be a last resort. The Trump family was cooperating with the DOJ on the supposed classified documents. By the way, Cash Patel, frequent guest on the Seb Gorka program that airs at 3 p.m. here on The Answer. Cash Patel said today that the documents still bear the classified label, but have actually been declassified. Okay, so that's an oversight, clerical oversight. I get it. But take care of it. 
and hopefully we won't have to deal with this kind of a divisive action by the DOJ. Seems to me, I remember Joe Biden in his inaugural address talking about bringing the country together. I don't think he's doing that. (laughs) Unless he's uniting us under the banner of, hey, we can't afford this. Yeah, we can all scream that, even Democrats. But go to 989theanswer.com, theanswerdayton.com, sign up to win a free book of the month, including an autograph copy of the book. Now, a very despicable thing appears to have happened in Worthington. Someone apparently uh, placed flyers on homes owned by black citizens, flyers that extol white supremacy in the KKK. No room for that in Worthington, no room for that in any community. I hope somebody's uh, video doorbell captured who that was, and I hope you bring them to justice, and I certainly hope they come to understand why that is so evil and so stupid and so small-minded. And uh, those residents of that neighborhood who received those, uh, I am absolutely positive you have the support of your neighbors. You certainly have my support in combating that. National average price for gas the national average, fell below $4 yesterday for the first time since March. It didn't fall far. It's three ninety nine. Three ninety nine. Average price in Columbus, three fifty eight. So that's your dividing line. If you're getting it above that, you can do better. If you're getting it below that, you're apparently beating the averages. So good for you. Uh, the Cincinnati Bengals played in the Super Bowl last year, and... Almost immediately after they lost that game to the L.A. Rams, Bengal fans began to obsess about how much longer can we keep this team together because they have a lot of good, young stars who eventually are going to not be paid on rookie contracts, which means it's unlikely the Bengals will be able to afford them. People like Joe Mixon and Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase. Well, up to the plate steps Cincinnati company Paycor. Paycor will be the new... Naming rights owner of what used to be Paul Brown Stadium. How much is the contract for? We don't know. They have not announced it. But the Bengals were in the clear minority of NFL stadiums that did not have a corporate name. They were one of only three. Now they are among the 30 that have a name and not among the two that do not. Paycor. I've never heard of Paycor before today. Apparently, they are a public company, Cincinnati-based. They provide small and medium-sized businesses with payroll software. 29,000 customers and 21,000 employees. I would imagine they're getting season tickets at a reduced rate. So The deal is for 16 years, so get used to it. Paycor Stadium. Producer Pam, did you know that today is a special day? In the state of Ohio, according to Governor Mike DeWine. I know it's Smokey's birthday. Smokey? Who is Smokey? Is Smokey Smokey. Mike DeWine's dog? Only you can prevent forest fires. Oh, is that Smokey Smokey. the Bear's birthday? Smokey the Bear's birthday today. I did not know that. But according to Mike DeWine, today has been declared Honorary Dolly Parton Day. Oh, yes. In Ohio. She will be making a visit to Ohio today to celebrate early literacy and the success of Dolly Parton's Imagination Library of Ohio. Yes. I did not know that existed. Now, do you know the details of her um, uh, group? Says she mails more than 327,000 Ohio children 
a free age-appropriate book every month. Yes, and any really? child in Ohio can sign up. Really? You can go to her website or you can go to any library and sign up for that free book. I hate to go free Matt book. Walsh on you, but what is considered a child? Under 12? I, I think her group is maybe under 5, if I remember correctly. Okay. Oh, here, here it is. The me. program is open to children up to the age of 5. 5, okay. In all Ohio's 88 counties. Mm-hmm. Hopefully no rainbow books or transgender books from Dolly Parton. I wouldn't think so. I wouldn't think so. This project apparently was championed by First Lady Fran DeWine. Well, of course it was. And her excellent muffins and apple pie. And supported <laughs> by the Ohio General Assembly. Dolly Parton uh, is right now at the Ohio Union for a luncheon. Wonderful. Yes. I would imagine Dolly is not a heavy eater. I'm guessing salad. You don't remember, Maybe a chicken breast. You don't remember her very early career. She was uh, on the chubby side. Dolly was? Yes. Yeah, you, you go all the way back to... All the way to the Porter really Wagner showing, show? I was just going to say, now mm. I'm going to show my age. Yeah, well, I couldn't, was on the Porter Wagner show. There's I can't be blamed for not life. noticing, uh, uh, you know, how hefty or not hefty she was. Because if you watch the Porter Wagner show, mm-hmm. the, uh, the, the wardrobe of the Porter Wagner show was... Kind of eye catching, like sequins and yes, it was bright colors and might have done a good job of camouflaging uh, yes. uh, whether someone is overweight or not overweight. I know what you all were thinking. I was going to say about what my eyes were attracted to on the Porter Wagner show with Dolly Parton, but shame on you, Get your mind out of the gutter. I was thinking how you were doing yeah. such a good job Shut. of being tactful. Keep and your mind out of the gutter, right. all of you. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Now, uh, we don't know if the Department of Justice is going to explain today why they did what they did last night at Miralago. Jonathan Turley, Georgetown law professor, uh, thinks they certainly should. The Justice Department does not reveal details in ongoing uh, cases, but this is unique, and there is a great deal of unease. After all, the FBI has a documented history of people with bias against uh, the former president. It has a checkered history of false representations, uh, even outright lies in the Russian collusion case. Uh, you've had high-ranking FBI I, um, officials saying that they had an insurance policy against uh, Trump becoming president last time. You can't ignore all of that. I mean, there are legitimate concerns among Trump supporters that this seems like another insurance policy. Now, that doesn't mean that it's true, but there's a lot of questions here. Now, and there are legitimate questions. Uh, I don't know if uh, Joe Biden will speak to this. I, the White House initial if you believe this, like, you know, swamp, there's uh, there's a, a, a waterfront property for you in the desert. The White House's official position, initial position on this was, wow, we didn't know. We, we didn't know they were going to raid Miralago. We had no idea. No idea. Yeah, sure. Right. Collusion only happens in the case of Donald Trump and Russia, according to Democrats. Merrick Garland stuff. Uh, Esteemed enough by Barack Obama to nominate him to the Supreme Court. Merrick Garland and his Justice Department communicate with the White House on stuff? I'm I'm sure we're all imagining that. What if you went from 10 years old to 25 years old in just a few years? Okay, Miss Creepy. Like from Let's Play Dolls to I Can't Believe the Stock Market Today. Or like... 
three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.